And we are back again here at Feinstein's 54 Below for the big press up front. December, January madness. And here we are because, honey, he's back again. I hear this is like another anniversary. He's going to be doing it and dipping it here. Charles Bush, Tony Award nominated playwrights, Mac Award winner. God, how many other things you got going on? Zillion OBs. I do a lot. I do a lot of things. Well, you, know, you keep keep moving. Right. I don't, don't catch you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. We, you know, I. Well, the problem is, you know, when you do a lot of different things, mm-hmm. you also have to be sort of jealous of a lot of people. Right. You know, because you know, there's always you know, they, in every field. The, oh, they're, they're they're, what? Yeah, he's doing that. He's doing that. <laughs> so I got so many people to to try to be competitive with. It's well, terrible. Well, I mean, but do you have the time? That's the question. There's always time to be jealous. <laughs> and petty. <laughs> always time for it. Yeah. I love it. So you are here. You're going to be doing the New Year's Eve extravaganza. Now, this is what, your second or third time now doing this? Third. Third. They bring me back because they like what I'm doing. Well, yeah, cool. yeah. This time we're... Um, I'm playing it a little safe, though. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> there's a rough world out there, Keith, as you well know. I mean, so I'm calling the show a very imaginative title. Mm-hmm. It's called Charles Bush and Friends. <laughs> yes. And uh, so I'm, I'm trying to locate me some. Now, I, now I, I found I, I got a, you know, it's, it's kind of a tough call yeah. phone call to make. On New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, we sing a number. And, and then, of course, you know, when I'm paying them. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm not a oh, New Year's Eve. I'm sorry, I'm not a detail person. You know, yeah. I'm really not. And so um, I couldn't remember how much they were paying me, and I started offering all sorts of big money to all my guest stars. <laughs> and then I realized that that I I got it mixed up. They're only paying me half of what I what my imagination was. See? So I have to go back to all these people and tell them um, I'm not. Pa- I'm pa- only paying you half of what I promise you. Oh. It's a call I don't really want to make. Your friends and men- some of them said yes. They were okay. <laughs> my friends. Some of them. Yeah. Now they're I've got I've I it's like the Judy Garland show. I've got Howard McGillan. I think he's thrilling. Now, and um, Howard McGillan, Broadway's lo- lo- I think he's the longest running Phantom plus a million other shows. And Andrea Burns, wonderful songstress, and her husband Peter Flynn is a wonderful singer. And Ashley Austin Morris, a funny, funny girl. I met Peter as a director, so that's really fabulous. Well, that's really what he does is directing him. But he began, he met Andrea when they were doing West Side Story. He was Tony to her Maria, you know, I think in the Berlin Company or something. And then he's had a very successful career as a director. But I'm, you know, uh, luring him back to the cabaret <laughs> stage where the money is. Yeah. Well, the money and the freedom. Right? Yeah. Because you yeah. have freedom on, on the cabaret stage. Oh, I, I, I love it. You know, this whole chapter of my life as cabaret entertainer is kind of new. I mean, I mean, I floated in and out of cabaret over the years enough to actually have picked up two Mac Awards along the line, but never really committed to, to it. And then in the last six years, since I began um, my collaboration with Tom Judson, who's my arranger, musical director, duet partner, you know, we're, we're really in it and, and have traveled to over 30 cities. I was going to say, because I know that you would, like, over this past year, you've been doing a lot of dates in other places. I saw your um, posts, like you were in, in uh, not San Diego. Were you out in San Diego? No, you were ever. Yeah, oh, we were in like- Barcelona, honey. Look at you. Yeah. International. 
London, Paris. We've played, you know, How are they receiving you that dollar? How do they receive Charles' book? Well, actually, uh, no, we, we sold out the, the four nights in London. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, there's always uh, adventures, you know, <laughs> in Barcelona. Actually, we're not in Barcelona. We were in Sitges, which is kind of like the, um, the province town of Barcelona. Yeah. It's, the, it's a very gay city on the yeah. coast here. And, and um, I'm not a detail person, so... I never asked enough questions, and I met some on Facebook, basically, who <laughs> said, and suddenly said, you know, I've got you booked, you know, three weeks from now in Sitges, and, you know, it was all paid for, you know, yeah, so Tom, we're off, and we, we got there, and, and, you know, and this is a lovely fellow, you know, but he was trying to start, a, like, a gay film, gay festival, arts festival in this little seaside resort, and everything was going against him, you know, the local mafia, the, I mean, just everything, and so he somehow put us in this little jazz club that hadn't been opened in years, <laughs> really, didn't ever been opened, how are they going to know we're here, and, uh, and, and then, you know, the local disco owners ripped down all the posters, because they thought it was a competition, so we had about... 12 people there and there it was bear week and so the, our poor impresario went into the, there was an adjoining movie theater that they were showing bear movies i don't know what that would be what would be a bear movie anyway well, you know, anything with dan haggerty yes well <laughs> anyway he ran in there and just nabbed people from the movie theater and said come on would you come over so we had about 12 people oh then then one more detail it was funny this is a grotto basement former jazz club and the piano is situated so Tom's back would be to the audience and I, I said well we sing duets Can we? and Tom was about to move it when they said oh no the ceiling will come down it, it was an adventure but we, you know, we, that's, that's showbiz dollar that's part of the life you know about a year into our cabaret adventures I got finally clued in to, to let go and that the fun of it in a way, is the anecdote afterwards. Exactly. And the fun of it is just, whatever, go with it, whatever. And I think that's a good you know, impulse of life as well. Just, just see what happens. And, and you know, and the other thing is, if you're with another person, it's an adventure. If you're by your alone, it's a disaster. But with another person, so, you know, oh, we are, honey, what happened to us in South Bend, Indiana, I wouldn't wish on Hitler. <laughs> You know, so uh, <laughs> much less Sitkiss. So I mean, you know, this is wonderful, though. So <laughs> you're, you're. I love the fact, though, that you are enjoying your life right now, because I feel like one of the first times after I, I, when I first actually officially met you was that Sirius, and I think you had said that time you had come out of having had like a heart surgery or something like that, or you had had. Long time ago, that yeah. that was in 2001, 2001. We go back that long, I guess. Well, know. I mean. I feel like the conversation that we had was later on, but you were telling me about coming out of that and how that informed your act, too. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, when people have a big health crisis and come through it. I mean, I can't really say I profited from my experience. I don't, does anybody really profit from their experience? Really? You know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not as financially well as we think that they do, but I'm sure somebody's figured out a way to make a profit off of something. <laughs> I don't know. How much do we really learn? <laughs> I, th I do think that I would say I think we, as we get go through life, maybe we recognize patterns that we have, mm -hmm. but can we really, <laughs> really change them? I don't know. But I, I, would, I think maybe in a certain sense out of that, 
<coughs> experience because I really, you know, should have been dead, you know, basically. But I obviously, I don't think I did. And um, I guess I've learned to try not, not as much as possible, not got, get involved in projects that I know are going to make me miserable or I don't know. You know, I don't know. Have, have I learned? But lately, I just lately I'm trying to kind of turn over a new leaf and, and maybe have a little more fun you know just fun you know I, I travel so much doing our act and, and Tom and I you know, we have a good we have just a really good time together mm-hmm. but I didn't realize till last summer that I hadn't actually taken a vacation just for with no you yeah. know uh, professional obligation since like 2001 and my sister and my nephew and I went to Provincetown this summer just for the fun of it and we had a ball and that did make me think you know lighten up honey and go you know life is is too short yeah go try to just have some fun and do that so that's my New Year's resolution all right well again Charles Bush is going to be here at 55 we'll be here Feinstein 54 below December 31st with his New Year's Eve it's Charles Bush and friends and then I heard just in passing but it's not on this sheet about your February show what are you going to be doing in when in February oh yeah and I'm back a month later um February 6th through 9th with a, a whole new show with no friends. Thank you. <laughs> no friends. Uh, called uh, Charles Bush Native New Yorker. Right. And it's, um, it's all, it's all seven, <coughs> pardon me, 70s songs. But it's really about the through line because, you know, my shows I talk almost right. as much as I sing. And um, it's, it's really all about my uh, struggles to find a place for myself in theater you know in in the 70s and kind of takes me from college through to the opening night of uh, my play Vampire Lesbians of Sodom which at that point you know was I was able to finally to earn my living which was which was the dream the dream that was like the the plot point moment I guess of your life at that moment well yes it it really did change overnight I have to say and and the opening night of Vampire Lesbians that was 1985 I don't think I can ever have an opening night quite as wonderful. I mean, I've had a Broadway opening night years later with Alger's Wife and thrilling. But the difference of where my life was the day before because of Vampire Lesbians, the day before I was an office temp, you know, who had aspirations. And the next day I was a writer, a playwright actor who earned my living strictly as a playwright actor, you know, and, and that's the great dream of, of anybody in the arts really is, I think beyond winning an Oscar is just to earn your living. Yeah. Well, honey, Charles Bush is still here, honey, and giving it to you January, th- or January, that's January 1st, December 31st, and then again, you'll be back again in February when the 6th, 9th. And again, always a pleasure sitting to chat with you. I love you. Look for Keith Price's Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and now Mixer.